It is Monday, November 20th, 2017. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Joined, as always, by Raj Geary and Mr. Matt Morgan. How's it going, Matt? Good. How are you guys? <clears throat> Doing well, man. So, post-Survivor Series Raw, we got some surprises tonight. Uh, some stuff we've seen before, some stuff we haven't seen before. Did it hold your attention, Matt, through the entire show? No. <laughs> Before Paige showed up, I was uh, I was drifting. I was drifting hard. Just to yeah, that was the only good part was Paige's was Paige's part. But then the two girls she brought out, I couldn't have cared any less for. Oh yeah, Sonia and Mandy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and tonight in the the main event portion, Roman Reigns versus The Miz. I got to hand it to Vince McMahon. His plan is happening. And tonight, I did not hear any booing for Roman. All cheers. The crowd was on board with this. Yeah. It was very slight booze for Roman, but definitely way better reactions than he's been getting. Yeah, so yeah. all the pieces move into place for Roman versus Brock at uh, WrestleMania. And I guess, but he's got to lose the Intercontinental title by then, right? Does he? Why not give him all the titles? Put him <laughs> in a tag team while you're at it. Find a way to get the U.S. belt on him at the same time. Well, I mean, they did get the title off him last time with the U.S. title with Jericho. Um, yeah. And, and without really getting it off of them. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll do something screwy. But yeah. So where are they going with all this? I mean, let's just talk big picture about this. Um, Royal Rumble is coming up in January. There's a Raw pay-per-view after that. Raj, how do you think they're going to approach storytelling, given that they don't really have a, a near-term milestone? I mean, the Royal Rumble is, what, two, two full months away? Yeah, that's what I mean, we were talking about that before it started yeah. is that we got this long break between a pay-per-view for the Raw side. I mean, we got Clash of Champions for SmackDown coming up, but for Raw, the next pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble, which is a week before the Super Bowl. And we, you know, we're not even close to the playoffs yet. So, we we're kind of in this dead period right now where you're not really building that much. It's just kind of, you know, you're just kind of there for a while. And um so that's the one downside with not having the two pay-per-views a month Yeah, is you have, and, and TNA learned this the hard way when they made that decision to go from 12 pay-per-views to four. And then you have these long periods where you're not, when you're not building to a pay-per-view, it's just kind of like you're killing time a lot of times. And uh, so I think we're, we're, we're probably going to be seeing a lot of that for the next month where it's just kind of continuing these house show feuds, but not building to big, yeah. these big pay-per-view matches. And it's not two months away. It's nine weeks away. I mean, the Rumble is January 28th, 2018. Yes, the week before the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a ways out. We're talking about getting close Jeez. to, you know, the middle of winter there. So what excited you tonight, Matt? Let's, let's just kind of go around and talk about the high points of the show. What, what did you think was good tonight? Uh, Paige coming out, and that pretty much was it for me. Wow. I mean, I, I was surprised. Raj, had you heard anything? She was backstage. We knew that she was there last week, so we it, it was imminent. Um, you know, someone asked me in the chat last night my, the percentage I gave for Ch Paige showing up tonight. I said sixty, and you know, there she was. So, um, yeah, I mean, huge pop. It, 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 I, I guess we'll talk about this later. But there's just like no rhyme or reason for these NXT call ups, right? <laughs> I mean, Oscar's there for like two years, and then they bring no. out you know Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, uh -huh. who they've never been on Takeover even, right? I mean, it's... I, I tweeted it. It took me nope. thirty seconds to figure it out. I, I I guarantee you, this is what it is. The Vince popped for this. Page, Mandy, Sonya, Team PMS. I <laughs> guarantee you, that is why Vince 
went for this. Well, Mandy is one of those that I'm like, once Vince sees her, once she's remotely decent in the ring, he's calling her up. And it's the same thing with Drew. When I was like, when, when Vince sees Drew, he's coming up to the main roster, like how Drew looks now. And, yeah, and yeah, so there you go. They're they're on the main roster. Never worked in a, a takeover. Peyton Royce <laughs> and Billy Kay, and you know all these Ember Moon. And, so <laughs> no, I mean it's it's really I. Next week, PMS. They're gonna they're gonna do I it. Don't, it. If it was, I, I think they had a PMS before, didn't yeah, they? Vince Russo they had a group called PMS. Yeah, J- Jackie yeah. Ivory, and I want to say Terry Marlena. Yeah, wasn't it Terry Runnels? Yeah, yeah, Terry Runnels. Yep. Because it makes it. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. Um, I th- I think we're going to see women's tag titles because they've got twelve women on the Raw roster now. But they still give them no. T- not, they, I don't. I don't see any way they're going to have tag titles when I don't know. they the women they have now don't get their individual feuds. They're so clumped together. No, yeah. No. Yeah, and I, I think a women's it. rumble. I think a women's rumble is going to happen. They're at the point where they bring up, they add two people from yeah. NXT. They bring in a legend. They get someone back for the night. They got twenty women easily. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that for sure. I, I, I my guess is if they're going to do it, they'd probably do like fifteen. Yeah. yeah, or like you said, fifteen to twenty. I think twenty goes a little long, but doing fifteen and maybe a pre-show match, or I mean, I guess you could do it on the main card, but two two rumbles on the main card seems like overkill. Two Survivor Series five on five matches, or last year two five on five matches, and then the the five on five tag matches last year. I mean, that was well, the, ridiculous. Yeah, but the five on five matches you could do those quick. Like the yeah. women's five on five match wasn't that long. That's true. But uh, so tonight opened. It's we. I I thought it was weird that they opened with the theme song. They opened with the credits. They didn't do the dramatic. Uh, recap at the top of the show um instead we get the welcome and out comes stephanie mcmahon gives credit to the guy that won uh that she basically said kurt angle was the or pardon me the triple h yeah was the captain of the team and led the team to victory last night kurt angle comes out confronts triple h jason jordan comes out confronts triple h braun Strowman comes out and confronts triple h and then strangely they end up making a match of braun Strowman versus jason jordan I don't know how that was the outcome. They don't want Triple H to wrestle on Raw. <laughs> and uh, I, I will say this. I thought this was the best Kurt Angle promo he's had on Raw in a long time. I mean, that's the Kurt Angle fans want to see. is like not mm-hmm. taking crap, not being talked down to, not being dressed down, yeah. and being like, you can, you, you can take this job, but you're not going to, you know, screw me over. And, and I think that's the Kurt Angle we want to see. And it reminded... You know, fans who so many of these fans probably don't really aren't that familiar with Kurt Angle because he was in WWE, what twelve years ago was his last run, um, longer than that. God, yeah. So you know, getting a chance to see that that kind of like that badass Kurt Angle was was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they kind of set up a lot of little things for Triple H, and um, I don't know, you know, I th- I think with each passing year, Triple the Triple H WrestleMania match is less and less important i felt like uh you know his match with rollins they they tried but it wasn't anywhere close to the most anticipated match on the show and since taker that's that's kind of how it's been or daniel bryan yeah so matt that you get everything there's not really to say 
<laughs> you guys talk all the oxygen out of the goddamn room. But I'll guess. <laughs> well, let's go to Matt first then for the match that followed this. Matt, what's your take on Samoa Joe versus Finn Balor tonight? Great. All for Joe looking dominant. Um, surprised that they uh, beat Finn like that. Um, I'm happy they did, though. You know, I'm always rooting for Joe. Um, but uh, they got to get, get him back on track. You know, he's a killer and he needs to be booked as such. Um, I thought it was kind of a throwaway to a degree to have Finn get beat on TV. But, you know, I guess I was surprised by that. And as a fan, you know, you kind of should be grateful that they put a pay-per-view worthy match with a pay-per-view finish on TV, I guess. Right. You know, yeah. but as, as as what's best for the company, I'm just surprised they did that. Yeah, I think they've clearly got Finn pegged at a, a certain level now. You're seeing it. I'm, I'm sure all the plans that they had for for Brock and Finn at, at the Royal Rumble that was talked about at one point, I, I'm sure that's clearly out the window. Because, um, I mean, Finn, you know, I mean, he, he had offense tonight, but it wasn't like he was dominating the match and then lost. I mean, it was a showcase for Joe. Um, and so coming off of this, getting squat, you know, not squashed by Kane, but beaten pretty handily and then just choke slammed like he was nothing the week after mm-hmm. they've got him they've got him at this level where he would be way more beneficial to smackdown next top 205 live no way <laughs> nope uh, I, 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 if i were fan i'd quit if they came up with that idea <laughs> yeah. yeah well you know if that uk show finally launches next year no, it, he, Finn is too big of a star to waste on something. But yeah. why, so why are they booking him like this? Why is he losing to Kane? Why, you know, that's that's the thing. It's like, don't just put him in between. I mean, at least give him some sort of showcase. Yeah, I agree. But I think they have him at that, that spot where, kind of like, seriously, where they had Daniel Bryan before CM Punk left. This talented guy that's over, but he's not going to beat the top guys. And then there's they, how you stop it. If your fans give a shit about Finn, you guys, he's your guy. You guys got to be louder. When you're at these arenas, it's not just about popping for these guys during their entrance. It's during the match, during the heat, when they need to start mounting their comeback, you guys have got to be louder. And every Finn match, they're not loud during his comeback. I don't know why, but they're not. Did you think that's why that WWE is bringing I'm him down the ladder? I, that's the only thing I can think of because he, he's not, they, they die on him. The fans die on him during his match, and that's up to the performer. Don't get me wrong, to make the fans emotionally invest enough to care the entire segment, the entire match, and they love his entrance. They're with him, and then like at the beginning of the match, they're still kind of with him during his shine, and then it dies. Go back and watch any of his matches. It's a decrescendo in the fan participation department. Well, I will say this: I mean, as as much as fans crap on Roman for his promos. Um... Finn's promos have done nothing for me since he's been on the main roster. And I think a lot of that is the scripting of it. But, you know, with Bray, he's talking about how monsters are real. And then he's giving a history lesson before about, you know, the demon. And his promos, I mean, I can see how he's not connecting with fans that aren't familiar with him. And that if you don't only care about the in-ring, I could see how you're not into that character. Yeah, the face paint and the look is cool when he does it. But other than that, uh, it's not like outside of his in-ring that he's done much to get people on his side. Mm-hmm. Last night, though, the I mean, he got his feet in someone's chest at least three times during that five-on-five match, including that amazing running kick yeah. to Shane. He's amazing in the ring. I, I he wasn't in there done. that long, though. Think about it. When he was in there, yeah. he was getting his shit in, right? So yeah. it, it was a comeback. The, the fans, it's hard to explain. The, the, he didn't have to, the fans didn't have to go through the whole journey of a full singles match with him, and that's where they're dying on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, I agree. Well, uh, Joe got him with the Coquina clutch tonight. Pass Clean, back. right? There, there was nothing. There's nothing disputed. He just, yeah, yeah. It was a showcase for Joe, which is great. It, it looks like, you know, they're doing something with Joe. I want. I don't know if it's if it's Cena for now or or what. Um, I mean, Cena's out for another month now, so he came back for came back to the Survivor Series as a base and was an afterthought that match. No so explanation. He, yeah, and just kind of all right. See ya. It's, but a it's new weird way when it's company's biggest star treated like that. Yeah, I was surprised who we didn't see back tonight. That they didn't re-inject some guys in the mix. No Bray, uh, Gallows, and Anderson were up next, plugging the WWE shops Black Friday sales. Mm -hmm. um, were they a main event this week or something? Or uh, let's see, what was on main event? I know Apollo Cruz was on main event. Yeah. Um, usually, it's been like uh, you know underneath guy and a cruiserweight match on main event. But hold yeah. on, let's take a look. Yep, Grand Metalik and Brian Kendrick on main event, and then Apollo Crews and Kurt Hawkins. Wow. Mm. Never changed main event. <laughs> um, so, okay, after that, uh, they had Jason Jordan backstage. That was a weird character thing, having him pull the, oh, I'm hurt, I'm scared. Yeah. Like, uh, Wait, what was that? The, Sorry, I'm, uh, there are a lot of questions about where Bray Wyatt was tonight. Yeah, all this Jason Jordan backstage stuff was just kind of, I don't know, what where they're going with the character. I think it's just the heel turn. I mean, he yeah. was clearly being more heelish. Um yeah. And I think it's kind of working. Um it, it it seems like they got a direction for him now where they didn't have that before. And you know, with the with the Braun Strowman stuff where he's kind of faking that knee injury, I, I liked it. I, I like that they're finally doing something because fans were rejecting him as a babyface, and I'm glad right. it's not a Roman Reigns kind of thing where they're sticking to it regardless <laughs> that they're they're going where they should be going with it. Yeah. So tonight, Oscar versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooks on TV. <laughs> Matt, what's better? No TV or, or this sort of match? Honestly, this sort of match for her. Um yeah. she's she's not a star. She's not a top name. This is what you use her for, you know? And yeah. there was no mention that she was uh Asuka's first match on NXT. Which why I would, was why would be? she's not a star? She's not important yeah. enough for them to mention these things about. Her Plus, they barely, yeah, and they barely mention NXT unless it's something big. When they talked about know? the streak. I mean, I thought it would have given a little momentum, some story. But I mean, it was funny Dana cutting her promo like your undefeated streak ends tonight. I mean, it just. I, I don't. I don't see how people can become a fan of WWE today with these promos. These promos <laughs> just. On this show, outside of the Miz, they just sucked. You know, Cedric Alexander later and Rich Swan saying, "Why don't you make me?" Which is stuff you say in the third grade. <laughs> it's just like I don't see how a a grown up or can can or a teenager can watch it and be like, "Wow, this is cool." Yeah, they gave Dana more. I don't want to say they gave her offense. They gave her more time in the match than I thought. It wasn't just over in thirty seconds, but it wasn't long. Yeah, so it's it's kind of the Braun Strowman thing that they were doing where they give her, you know, no-name jobbers for a while and then start moving up. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dana. Man. Uh, so Asuka won that with a kick. Uh, wh Matt, what do you think they do with Asuka from here? What's, what's the pathway now that the women's division is getting more crowded? Guys, so sometimes they do what they do that with, 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 without necessarily having – 
something down the pike right away, like Joe for winning. That doesn't mean that he's being set up for somebody right now. Um, You you don't know with them, um, especially with them. Um, You would like to think they book six months in advance, but they do not. Um, I I think they just, if you're asking me what I would do, just keep doing doing more of the same you're doing with Oscar. You hear the reaction she's getting, which is coming out. And that's what we want to see. We want to see her kicking ass. I do not want to see her sell. It's the mistake they made with Nakamura. I don't want to see her sell yet. Yeah. Or be put in harm's way or jeopardize a loss, I should say. She's already sold too much just with her first two matches. Yeah, the first two matches. Yeah. (laughs) She did. Yeah. Uh, Miss TV, tonight set up the main event. We had uh, The Miz having Roman Reigns on. The Shield showed up, and Roman said, Hey, you know what? I like a championship. I'm going to challenge you, The Miz. Um, (laughs) Setting it up for later in the evening. But before that, we got Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus. Um, I, I mean, how many times have they done this or some variation of this with these guys? Matt, do you think it was the right move to go immediately back into this? I don't know how much longer they've got together, but, uh, they're all, they're all plausible workers. You know what I mean? It's just this the same formula. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, this crisscrossing everybody every once in a while. And <clears throat> I don't see why Roman needs to have the intercontinental title. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, unless they feel like they need a title headlining these Raw shows and Brock's not there for the live events over Christmas, so it, it's a it's a title match that can main event. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It, it seems like a weird a weird move for him, especially if if the plan is still for him to to move I, on to the world title at Mania. I felt the same way when he won the U.S. title too. You know, I didn't get why he needs to have it. You know, there's so many other people that. I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Is the best guy win the title, or do you look at it as the title makes the guy? I kind of, unfortunately, have subscribed to sometimes the title. You need to have the title on somebody that it can help make. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think that was the problem with Roman winning the U.S. title is they didn't have anyone really beat him for that. Jericho lucked into getting the you know winning that title. It didn't make anyone. Whereas with this, you know, if they have him feud with Joe and Joe beats Roman for that, you know, yeah, yeah. then then you got something, and then it helps take Joe up a level, get the title off Roman, and you can still go with Roman, you know, to you know to the world title match at WrestleMania, and then you got a built-in challenger with Joe because Joe had beaten him for the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. So let's let's backtrack that then. So is Roman going to win the Rumble? I don't think show? so. So but I think, think yeah. well, they, they they could have those. Remember last year was Randy Orton winning. The, oh yeah, that's the right Rumble. for SmackDown. So yeah. they'll, they'll never make that mistake again. No, he will not win the Rumble. Yeah, Roman. The Rumble's always going to. Where's the Rumble this year? Uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Philly, Philly. Yeah, it's Philly. always in a smart mark uh, city. They cannot make that mistake again. Yeah, Philly is what killed Roman to begin with. Yeah, because Roman was getting over. He was getting yes, huge he was. cheers, and we that Philly him. Royal Rumble was what killed him. We picked him. We picked him as our favorite of the three. Yeah. All yeah. those fans did, and then turned on him because it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah, well, they they punked Daniel Bryan out in that Rumble, and. <laughs> I, I remember watching that just being blown, just flabbergasted that, a, a, you know, a billion dollar company and this is how they're booking this match. Like they, they couldn't figure out that the crowd was going to crap uh, on Daniel Bryan being thrown out so early. Well, we got five weeks till the Christmas Raw. And my prediction is that the Shield will all have belts and they'll be defending them that night, probably against the Miz in the bar. 
the Christmas Raw is always a throwaway show. They don't well, put any. They have Santa Claus and Alberto well, Del Rio getting Santa Claus with the car. And Glenn and his family look forward to it. I can't remember the last Christmas Raw that I actually watched. Um, (laughs) Don't lie, Glenn. You're sitting there with all your your ugly WWE sweaters and your figures (laughs) in your hands. Your your female wrestling fan. What are they called? The dolls? The The, the, wrestling buddies? The female version. The girl version. I might have a few WWE ornaments and maybe there's a WWE (laughs) stocking in the household. Oh, brutal. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. No, you but not, you, you know, Christmas Ron salute to the troops. I have to admit, those are usually the ones that I'll skip. Um, yeah, because they're throwaway shows. They don't do anything on them. Yeah, no. they don't. And Christmas, there's other stuff going on. I mean, it's so, but I'm, t- okay, so they can't do it the week before because Clash of the Champions is week before. So when are they going to, I mean, Raw's going to have a big night where it's going to be the Shield all with belts defending in, against the Mystery. <laughs> yeah, Jan- January 8th. It's because okay. you don't want to do it New Year's, you know. Actually, you can do it New Year's. I'm sorry. If, as long as it's not New Year's Eve, it's you're fine. New Year's is, is not a big deal. So yeah, I can see January Day, 1st. New Year's Day, they do it like a big Raw. They have that defense there. And then after we move towards the Rumble. Right? Guys, it can happen next week. They can win the yeah. tag titles next week. Yeah, the tag titles. Oh, they'll win matter. the titles before then. I'm saying they're going to defend them at whatever they're big. It's kind of like how SmackDown, when they were in Vegas, you know, they do these occasional, like, we're treating it like a big show when we don't have a pay-per-view coming. Yeah. Up um yeah you got to throw in a couple big episodes when you've got a three month period between your your next pay-per-view yeah um but that's why it was starting to feel like a rerun tonight for a while and then when we went to the women's segment with alexa bliss out there they do the thing where everyone's music hits and they walk out there yeah before Paige showed up (laughs) i was i was i'd given up at this point on raw uh just because it felt like they went immediately back to what they were doing uh, so during the fatal four-way to crown a new number one contender, Alicia Fox, Mickey James, Bailey versus Sasha Banks, um, match did not finish because Paige showed up with Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, uh, which is definitely surprising. They beat down the women in the ring backstage. Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss got beat down. Okay, so Matt, where do you think the women's division goes from here for the championship? I have no idea because I don't know what they're going to do with those three girls. At first, it was just Paige. It's obvious. It'd be Paige, right? Yeah. But um, now, I, I maybe it's still Paige. I don't know because the other two girls are just – I'm telling you right now, they're not going to get – I mean, I could see the one being their new Trish as far as, like, the look that Vince loves. My wife said the same thing. Oh, they finally found their Trish, you know? <laughs> and, and I know that's what they're thinking, but I, I'm sorry. They're just not – tonight they were over because of Paige. I, I just don't know. I'm not interested in it, I guess is all I'm saying. Paige by herself, very interested by it. Um, super over. Um, got a superstar pop, right? I just, mm, if it's Paige one-on-one, that's great stuff. And, you know, maybe they can set it up like AJ in the club where, where, where the other two keep getting involved, help her win, things like that. But people don't want to boo Paige. I don't know, <laughs> you know, I don't know why she's got to come and be the heel, but I know they're pretty... What they're they're short on heels, right? Uh, on wrong, mm-hmm. yeah. So I guess it makes sense. Um, wrestling wise, it's, it's exciting as far as in ring work goes. I just don't care about the other two. I just don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there hasn't been a reason to care yet. You know. They, yeah, I watched NXT, in NXT I and another girl was greener than greener than goose shit. Uh, the, the 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 MMA girl. Yeah. Hor- not not horrible, but very 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 green and at times unsafe from what I've seen with her on NXT wrestling with the the, with the, the iconic whatever they're called. 
the two that have been there forever from Australia. Um, I've watched her work with them, and they're very good. And uh, she's she's very green. Yeah, they got a lot to learn. Yeah, I wonder if. I mean, the smart thing would be keep when they're on TV, just keep them in Paige's corner, not doing much. Yeah, just attack at the end, and then have them work live events and and get experience that way. But um, yeah, like I said, the, these NXT call ups, no rhyme or reason. There's a lot of women that are ready, um, but you know. I, again, you could look at certain talents and you know they're going to get called up way sooner than than later. Lars Sullivan. I guarantee you he'll probably be on the main roster by the end of this year. Uh, whereas Velveteen Dream probably won't be. and um, Or at least, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano probably, you know, might not be. So yeah. you just get that, uh, you just kind of know. Mandy, uh, jump in the line, jump in Patrick in the line to be the third biggest tough enough success story ever behind Matt Morgan, The Miz. And now Mandy Rose. Yeah. Ryback. Yeah, no. say, you never mentioned Ryback. <laughs> it's still weird how no one mentions Ryback. Ryback, like, he and then he, he headlined pay-per-views. He and did. Stuff yeah. Too, so. he did it's great. weird, though, that since Ryback's been gone, you hear about his podcast, but you don't see everyone going, you know what the, You know what would fix everything in the WWE if Ryback came back? Well, they didn't really, yeah. It's a different, <laughs> it's a different fan today. The fans, if smart marks want in-ring, five-star match type of quality stuff. And and he's good, you know. I just don't think that. I don't know. I I like I'd like to watch him. I think he's a superstar in every sense of the word, as far as the way he looks and a lot of the time the way he works. I thought he did fantastic a lot of the time. I think people forget just how over he was for a while. No, before super. Cena got uh, injured and they just threw him into that main event feud with CM Punk, super. and they had to ha- eat, have have him take all these losses. He was, mm-hmm. I mean, he was getting that Goldberg. Not not quite as oh, crazy definitely. as Goldberg, but it was that closest. type of reaction. The closest, closest thing, thing we've seen we in WWE. Yeah. That. So, I mean, he was he was on his way. And it was funny, him getting put into the main event scene hurt him drastically. Um, and the merch, all that merch, coming out wearing every piece of merch he could. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, we'll see where that goes. Braun Strowman versus Jason Jordan started tonight with jordan uh dodging real quick, and real quick yeah, yeah, the, yeah. we didn't cover that matt hardy promo that he did backstage oh, yeah, with jason yeah. jordan what, what'd, you, what'd you make of that oh my gosh that matt hardy they have just sucked all the charisma out of this guy <laughs> i mean he is just a another guy now you know like he yeah. is it was it was so sad to see that promo. it was like he was reading from a cue card and he just got his lines right before they they shot it you know um, it's unfortunate, man. I, I still think there's money in that guy and, and what they're doing with them. He's just sucking that money out. Yeah. Anyway. It is what it is. Um, so Jordan versus Braun Strowman uh, didn't really happen. Jordan ran away for a bit. Not yeah. many much happened. And then Kane came out, which I thought was interesting. Uh, continuing the Kane-Braun feud. Kind of protected Jason Jordan a little bit here because they could have easily had him just destroy and pin him and then Kane come out. I, I still don't like it. I love Glenn to death. I just don't like him working on top. Mm. Not at the moment. I hate, I can't believe I'm saying that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm literally his biggest fan, I think. I, I do believe that. And uh, I'm just, I don't know. I don't like it. Not for Braun, not for. I need these guys. If someone gets hurt, I could see it happening. You know, him filling in and helping because he's so he's so damn good. But 
Braun still, like the way he's been being booked as this monster and unstoppable and getting in people's faces as a baby face, it's been great. And I know what they're thinking. Like, well, we've got to create him in you know, peril. He's got to be in peril at times where it's believable. So it makes sense for Glenn to be, or Ken Kane to be the one to put him in, in peril every once in a while. But uh, right now is not the time. He need, they need to keep the foot on the gas with him and him just, like you said, getting in people's mugs. The fans love it. Um, so has Glenn Jacobs texted you or called you for any campaign advice, Matt? In lieu of your no, record? but it's so funny how fans like don't even know that he has not even like been elected. Like they're like, oh, yeah, he's got like a year. Matt Matt Morgan's uh, uh, doing what Kane did. What Glenn's not one? Like, he's still <laughs> running, you guys. You guys are supposed to know these things. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. It's a huge go. deal what he's doing. He's running for freaking mayor of of uh, of Knox, right? Yeah, of Knox County. That's a big deal, man. And uh, he's. He's super intelligent, man. He's one of the smartest guys I've ever been around in this business. Are you the first wrestler to be elected to public office since Jesse? No, B. Brian Blair was a commissioner in Tampa. Was he? I thought he, he, I thought he lost that. Oh, well, he was quoted in a news article that I was in down here. I could have sworn that they said he was a commissioner. Okay. Hillsborough? Yeah, like I thought I thought he lost that election, but you could be right. because I, I know Maybe he ran for a different office after that. He could have and then lost okay. that. Yeah, maybe. But uh, he did reach out to me. It was pretty cool. That's that's pretty huge. I mean, you've had like Hall of Famers run. Bob Backlund ran. Um, Who who ran just recently? Um, Rhino. Rhino, yes. And he while he's on WWE TV, so won the primary, lost the election. Right. Anyway. Um. Uh, So Braun versus Kane. I agree with Matt. I, and and I, I felt like the crowd, you could tell like when uh, Kane was beating up uh, when, you know, destroyed Braun, they just didn't seem like they were into it. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Goldberg when he was Superman, the fans were into it and he was on fire. But when he had to sell and when he started to lose, uh, it just cooled off quick. And I think you go with what's working. If the fans yeah. are into Braun destroying stuff yes. and being dominant and just keep it going until until you can't until the f- fans get tired of that so we had i can zero- see fans cooling on braun if they keep doing this yeah. and i because i thought his uh his selling to that chair neck shot was is it was a bit it was a lot of overacting i don't know what you guys thought <laughs> <laughs> oh man it just i, th- I think you know they're going to do this for a while and just keep braun busy I hope not. Yeah. Braun, you know? I mean, it's too soon to go back to Braun and Roman, but uh, I'm looking forward to when they resume that because it's been incredible so far. Um, okay, so uh, Braun refused medical attention and apparently chose to just uh, leave the building <laughs> after that. But then the Zo train, Enzo Amore with Noam Dar, Tony Nese, Ari Davari, and Drew Gulak turned into a match with them going against Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan, and Akira Tozawa. Uh, the latter team ended up winning. But, you know, just, just to check in with the cruiserweights, Matt, how do you think this is working out, making Enzo the, the face of the cruiserweight division yeah. and having a I like that. I like when I watch 205 Live and, and, and Enzo comes on. That's about it. Um, I, this is an, another example of where they just think it's like the girls' division, the women's division. You know, they, when they went in doubt, they throw everybody out there, and it's just, <laughs> just it's just this throw up. They just puke all over your TV screen. Do you know what I mean? With too much, and uh, 
Nobody gets over. I mean, Enzo always stands out like a star, so he's always the one. But no one else is getting over. They're not getting a rub from him. Um, I don't know. I didn't care for it. I think Drew Gulak, his standing has risen as a result of this. Yeah, I don't think people see him as a star, though. They're not like, oh, I got to tune into 205 Live to watch this guy. Tonight felt awkward when they were on the show during the time they were on, I felt. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey. I, I, I watch the show now. I try to let the show go about an hour in front. And so I could fast forward through all the commercials and um, when it, it's the best way to do it. And then you could, uh, <laughs> and then you could catch up and watch it live right around the main event is if it works out perfectly that yeah. way. And oh. what I was going to say, when I was fast forwarding through the commercials, I was like, these guys are up now. Like at this part of the hour, <laughs> keep, keep fast forwarding. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, you can't cause of the show here, but I was like, you know, I, I just, it doesn't make sense. And I, you know, you give them a chance, like they shouldn't be in the segment. It does not feel right. But Matt, if you're fast-forwarding through the commercials, how do you know what's going on at Sonic or uh, Popeye's Chicken? Or yeah, the fact that Domino's, now if you drop your pizza when you walk out of the store, they'll replace it for free. What the hell is that? That was a commercial? <laughs> how many, yes, they have a commercial that they the have carry-out insurance where you get the, your, <laughs> the price insurance. of your pizza refunded if you drop it or something. Like it's such a common problem that you have to have this million-dollar campaign to that's have carry-out insurance. Just order delivery if, you know, if that's a problem for you, that you need insurance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's I pretty mean, bad. Guys, wrestling fans, I think we need to take a good, long, hard look in the mirror if this is the demographic we've become. That they say, <laughs> you know what? This is a whole audience, man. They drop their pizzas all the time <laughs> when they're walking out of Domino's. We need to do something about that. People fanning slip and falls. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, I cannot believe that that is that big <laughs> enough of a problem that they had to create a, a marketing campaign over That's it. That's bad. Good God. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, the cruiserweights, it always feels like, all right, let's, let's bring the kids out so yes. everyone could go to the bathroom and then, you know, uh, catch their breath and then we'll go on to the main event, you know, mm -hmm. stuff. It is. And, um, and Enzo, I said it earlier, that promo that uh, Cedric, when Cedric was talking, I was like, man, this guy is so talented in the ring, but mm -hmm. good God, his promos are just uh, painful. And, and Rich Swan saying, if you want us to leave, make us or something like that, which is stuff that you say <laughs> in the third grade. Like, oh, man, these promos are just brutal. They need to, if you want to fix the product, obviously getting rid of an hour of raw would help it immensely, but also mm -hmm. give these guys some wiggle room on these promos and let them like when they're traveling in their cars, instead of playing video games, have them like, you know, coming up with like cool stuff that they Get can Freddie say. Freddie Prince Jr. Back in there to teach the acting class and tell something. these guys how to deliver. They're so unnatural. The verbiage, you know, when Why we're talking about the me? survivor series stuff about the, the one time a year where we're head to head in competition or whatever that, that <laughs> phrase was. So it just, you know it what? just so it, unnatural. It's the realization from the ads, man. They think we're an audience of degenerate ass risk smokers who are losing their hair, who uh, have a problem making it to their car with their pizza intact. I mean, this is who the WWE is writing this stuff for. Yeah. Anyway. Oh man. Sad state of affairs. Um, Elias. Pizza dropping fans. Pizza dropping fans. <laughs> Hashtag pizza dropping fans. <laughs> you bunch of pizza droppers. That's what I would use in my, my promo. <laughs> <laughs> who, who can't afford a real cell phone service who say, I need cricket wireless. Like that there tells you what they think of you, you know? Like it's not good. It's not good, folks. We need to revolt. Um, 
Elias out there tonight, interrupted by Matt Hardy, getting some screen time. So this feud's going. Um, I thought Elias' segment was actually – I thought Elias was pretty good tonight. Did it? I turned the page on Elias. Yeah, yeah. His I'm song – you know, he's putting more effort into his songs, and he's funnier now. Dude, if he dressed up like Randy Savage for Halloween, he would look exactly <laughs> like him. Uh-huh. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, not a lot to say about that segment. Uh, Matt Hardy, man. Matt, what do you think? I, I mean, he he looks he's, he's genuinely bust. broken. He's busted down, man. Yeah, I mean, he's limping. He has his elbow all taped up. Then after the attack, he's messing with his teeth. He looked like he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like 70 years old out there. <laughs> I think Vince needs to start thinking about this. He's got to – I mean, I think he really – it's kind of like we're talking about if The Undertaker comes back and does another match. Vince McMahon needs to think about the perception of wrestling – and putting these guys on TV when it looks like they're, you know, they need to pay off an ex-wife. And so they keep doing this despite the risks to their health and their continued risks to their body. I think you need to present people more in their prime to just keep the image. Wrestling. The other downside, though, is I'm sorry. We're, we're all much younger looking than the guys were at our age. Like I'm 41 and, and guys that were wrestling at 41 back when I was in the 80s were freaking busted looking. Horrible looking. They look like, you know what I mean? They're one step away from death. Yeah, Matt Hardy's um, 43, dude. But what I was going to say was, is today our younger guys look like kids. Yeah. yeah. That's a problem. I, I, I've, I've always noticed that disconnect. Um, guys from my generation as well. Like, we all look, like, not me now, but like when we first started, just look like kids. Don't look like you can really kick someone's ass in a real fight. And the cruiserweights are a great example of that. They, they do they all look, like you said, hey, let's let the kids come out. It's recess time. Let's let the, let's, let's let the kid with the big mouth at recess do all the talking. He's kind of funny, <laughs> you know? And that's really how it looks like to me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, we take better care of ourselves. We have better nutrition, all these different things. But in a weird way, like, I don't know what happened. It, like, they're not grizzled. They don't look weathered. They don't look like they've been in a real fight. Mm. I'm not saying and, you got to have a beer belly, you know. You don't got to look like freaking, um, you know, um, Stan. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Stan Hansen or something like that? But um, you know, like right. a little I mean, bit. Yeah, I mean, even like Rock Shawn Michaels like or Bret Hart when they, when they became yeah. superstars, they didn't look like kids. They still mm-hmm. look like men. But you know, even though Shawn was a pretty boy, he still looked like a, a a man. He didn't look like right like Drew Gulak. You know what I mean? Yes. So. And even, I, I even, totally even, get your even, point. Even Swan and, uh, and his partner, you know, they just look little kids. Yeah, look, they look like someone you, you could see at a bar and just walk up to and start talking to. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just nice, friendly guys that, you know, <laughs> young, friendly guys as opposed to guys that stand superstars. out and look like superstars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I buy that. Um, so, main event tonight. Intercontinental title match: Roman Reigns versus The Miz. Wait, wait, we we missed oh, the uh, where uh, Paige and and uh, where they jumped Alexa Bliss backstage. Oh, I thought that happened right after the first thing that we talked uh, about earlier. Right? Did we did we mention yeah. it though? Oh, yeah. Okay. Alexa sure. tried to buddy up to them and got beat yeah. down by all yeah. three. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm assuming it'll be Paige versus Alexa soon. That's a good feud. I like that. Yeah. But it, what Matt said, everyone like wants, to, and you know, I guess Paige will be the babyface in that feud just by just by default because the fans are gonna be cheering her. Yeah. She was super over and she was relishing and it. it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Paige looked great tonight. I mean, seriously. She did. She she's she so such a natural out there. 
Like Alexa Bliss, she's very confident when she's out there, but she's very scripted. Like when it's time to go off script, you could tell she's uncomfortable, whether it was on Talking Smack right. or, you know, like the pre-show thing she was doing with Charlotte at the Survivor Series. She's really good in, in that scripted environment, but um, yeah. not really on her feet, whereas Paige can just go out there and, and um, she just has that star quality where she's confident. She doesn't, she doesn't seem like she's acting. She, you know, she's her character out there. Mm-hmm. she's awesome yeah we'll see what happens next week so the Miz versus Roman Reigns tonight Roman great support from the fans uh the Miz I mean it's, actually they seem to back both of these guys tonight pretty hard yeah there's yeah. that Miz is awesome chant earlier in yeah. the night good yeah I enjoyed that. I did. That was actually, we didn't talk about it during Miz TV. That was my favorite part when they went off script and Roman was, and they were talking about like the chant of Miz is awesome. That's the first time we've heard that. You should be thanking Houston. <laughs> like when they got loose with it, it was interesting to see those guys just sort of be themselves. <laughs> I think that Curtis Axel still has that neck brace. I wonder if they're doing a, <laughs> I wonder if they're doing like a Bob Orton gimmick with him. I think they are. Cause they, did they Corey <laughs> allude to that? Oh, did he? He says yeah, something along like, the lines like he's gonna like something tells me he's gonna be in this neck brace for for many years or something like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's they'll have him on WWE funny. shop in a week or two. The, the Curtis <laughs> Axel neck brace. Hey, that's <laughs> a great gimmick. I would take it seriously. Yeah. That's a hilarious. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's something. a piece of merch I wouldn't buy, Matt. Right there. That's a piece of merch I'm not gonna buy. The Curtis. No, Axel. him being pretending he's hurt the entire time. Yeah, but it, I'm saying they're gonna put attention. that in the WWE shop. That's how you know it's the gimmick. You know what I'd pop for if if they did a, a segment where he's going to the doctor, and uh, he's in the waiting room, and you see Bob Orton coming out with this cast, like <laughs> you have that same doctor. I mean, it's for <laughs> old school fans, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Or you should just keep adding to it each week and have another part bandaged up or casted up, and they just keep getting beat down anyhow. You know, solid <laughs> comedy. Um, yeah, I thought, man. They had it tonight. To me, the, the sign of a good, one of these matches being really good is that it seemed like it could have gone either way. Uh, I had a feeling it was going to go Roman's way, but, but they, I mean, the Miz dodging out twice of that punch. I didn't think it was, I, didn't. I didn't think the Miz was going to win, but I thought it could have been a DQ. Yeah, yeah, definitely not losing the title. I didn't see happening. Yeah, because <laughs> Roman don't need it. He does not yeah. need it. Yeah. But I feel like they need something. Like it's the post Survivor Series show, and really outside of Paige, nothing really happened on the show at all. It was just, mm-hmm. it was just there. Yeah, and the bar running out, and Dean and Seth running out. I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, literally, just more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. Yeah, they're doing a good job with it at least, though. Yeah, I think the matches not- are really good. Yeah, it's not like when um, Gal- it was Gals and Anderson against the Hardy. Not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or against well, uh, when it was a bar against them every New, week. Or New Day, right? Yeah. They were doing mm-hmm. a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, it's fresher. Uh, I think the- they're keeping the matches different. Performances they definitely are. Really are. Good. But yeah, Roman Reigns uh, got it with the spear, man. So uh, he's the new Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. So what do you think overall? Where do, what do you think sort of the state of the WWE and Raw now, Matt? Crappy. I didn't like it. I didn't like tonight's show. <laughs> I didn't. Um, why beat around the bush? I didn't like it. It was a, a good C minus. Yeah. I mean, again, outside, I thought I thought the Roman Miz match was good. It was. It and Paige was good. But that was it. That's With two things. And, and the Miz TV segment with them was good. Three hours. Yeah. 
so you had about 45 minutes that was good and the opening segment i, I like kurt in that opening segment um that's it and i i pretty much forget the rest elias was fine but then matt hardy looked terrible um yeah i'd, I'd say uh, dc minus sounds about right post survivor series should have been much bigger than this yeah well we're in that dead yeah, again it's that dead period for a bit where no shows coming up so interesting note about the promo for tomorrow night's smackdown they teased uh some sort of retribution or action taken against sammy and kevin but then they said and we'll find out what's next for aj styles they did not mention aj versus gender for tomorrow night oh. championship i missed that i wonder if they i wonder if they changed their mind they got to do something because what's aj gonna who's he gonna work well i mean they could do aj and gender at the pay-per-view at clash yeah. of champions yeah, um, they're gonna announce it though. I'm saying now, or get, get go go towards that. Have AJ come out and say he's, he's because of promo on what's next, and he gets jumped instead. We don't hear what was next by you know gender jumps him, or whatever. There's a million ways to go, but gender hammer definitely gonna work, is my opinion. Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. But what else does he have? I, I I I mean, for me, when they announced gender and AJ, I'm like, okay, so they're gonna have gender beat AJ and go to India as champ because that India show is what, two weeks, three weeks. It's before Clash of Champions, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would make sense why they did the title change before that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and maybe they did change plans. We'll, What's taken we'll them out. so long to get out there? Like we went out there like a bunch of times. I was with TNA. Well, did great business. Yeah, I, I know. One time, a bunch of people got sick. Uh, this time, they outpriced themselves bad. I mean, the tickets were like forty bucks to five hundred and fifty dollars. When the medium, we're middle class in India is thirteen thousand a year. So, um, so one show got canceled. They were, they were supposed to be there for two nights. They did this, you know, they did it last year in January, 2016, uh, sold out both nights. This time they had to cancel one of the shows. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think they're just overpriced tickets mm. as part of it. Another thing is last time when they went, it, it had been a long period before they went, uh, in 2016, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I think I, I don't think they um, they understand the Indian market really. It's very difficult. What we learned when we did Rinka King with TNA, we, that thing should have been so successful. We had all these celebrities brought in. We did a little bit of like I don't want to say uh, um, not comedy show, but we did a lot of different things on there that Indian fans really dug. Um, like like a variety show, I swear to God. Like they're, they're, we had like the number one cricket player come in and get involved. It was like Derek Jeter there, by the way. He was super over. Sachin Tendulkar or something. Harper, no, Harper John Singh. Oh, okay, the dude was super over, and uh, we did things like that. And and the thing I remember asking to Jeff, I was like, Jeff, how did this not? Be, how was this not successful? We had Endemol, who who runs Big Brother, huge money backing this. How did this not successful? And he was like, they did not take, we did not take into account that the female in India controls the remote control mm. and that they're the ones that control the remotes or something like that along with uh, people in uh, their homes, their, their homes, TVs or whatever you want to say. And they only watch it to a certain period of time at night or something along those lines. So they're not going to be put on wrestling. That's part of it. But I, from when I've been to India before, uh, a big part, you're not going to make money selling tickets and um, merchandise just because of that money issue. You're, the money is in sponsorships. You, if you want the network to work, you, you get it as its own station and sell ads during it. You're going to make money on ads, sponsorships. You're not going to make it on selling tickets and merch. 
Right. And and the dude, and the mall is a conglomerate. They're humongous. They're bigger than WWE. They're huge. Yeah. Huge. So that's why I didn't understand. Like they definitely did took care of that aspect as far as ads go. I know for a fact they did. But it was like in our places where we worked in, in Pune, like in the, the dumpy part of India, was packed. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm not exaggerating. This thing was beyond sold out. Scott Steiner created a riot. It was crazy bedlam, and it was so exciting to be a part of. Like, they shook your cars when you drove away. In your taxi cab, these fans came out if you were healing and shaking your cabs. They thought it was real. It was craziness. And I was like, how could this not be the most successful thing we've ever done, you know? So I kept thinking, walking away from that that project. But this is going to be huge. We're going to be coming to India regularly for Rinka King. And I was cool with it. Um, and to see what, what happened to it, I was just very, very disappointed and shocked. But uh, one of the reasons was what was told to me, I should say, was they didn't take into account the demographic that is running. Supposedly, the, the woman has a saying, the big saying, what they want on TV or something to that effect. I'm probably messing that up, but something along those lines. Yeah, because I know Kali. Do you remember Kali did that that angle yeah. in India and where yeah. he got injured, and all the news stations were covering it like it was real. Like the Huge. news was covering it like it was real. Yeah, and, and that match when he did the revenge match. I mean, it was a total eighties, like seventies and eighties program that they did to perfection. They and, think uh, it's real. They yeah. treat it like it's real. They like it was a real sport. You know, even the emails I get from fans in India, you know, I can always tell because it's it's like, you need to fire uh, Kurt Angle. He he's making bad matches, and it's like, you know, first of all, I don't have any control over that, and right. and second, you know, he's not really making those matches. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, but yeah. but yeah, they drew like fifty thousand people, and and it wasn't even Delhi; it was like some uh, some small smaller city, and it's still huge in India. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a big crowd there. I mean, there's a big audience there. You just gotta monetize it the right way, and and strategically go after that, you know, sponsorships and advertisers, as opposed to merch and network subscriptions. Well, you know, TNA don't got that. Nope. Dude, if TNA uh, with that Rinka King, if they would have put, I, I forget if Kali was a free agent then, but if they would have put out the money for mm. Kali, that probably could have changed the fortune of the whole project. <sighs> He's that big of a deal there. I went it in is. 2008, and he was visiting that summer that I went with the, I went with my wife and my brother-in-law, my sister, and it was huge. All the news was covering Kali being out there and visiting and mm -hmm. all the, the biggest actors in India were trying to meet him and, and the biggest, you know, sports stars. It was just a gigantic deal. Jinder is nothing like that over there. He's getting some right. media, but it's, it's not a big deal. Whereas Kali is, he, is like Hulk Hogan or, or Rick He's Flair American born, right? Jinder? Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the difference right there, right? Well, plus I think the size of Kali, because I'm considered oh, big yeah, in India, hurt. you know, so. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Well, tomorrow night, we'll see the fallout from Survivor Series on SmackDown, which is all I could find on the WWE Twitter. It's literally what it says. Tomorrow night, catch the fallout from Survivor Series on SmackDown. Yeah, cool. we'll see. Jin I thought it was Jinder and AJ, so that would be, be interesting. People in the chat are saying they saw that tonight, but I'm telling you, I heard specifically they said, we'll find out what's next for AJ Styles. So who knows? Who, who said that? Uh, someone in the chat said that they had it during the commercial. 
Well, who said that? No, no. Who said that? Uh, we'll find I, out what's next for AJ. I can't remember if it was during a commercial or if it was like Michael Cole or, you know, the, they were teasing it. But I specifically heard that phrase. Still doesn't mean they're not going to do gender. Yeah, because Michael yeah, Cole probably be... legitimately doesn't know what's yeah, like, going what's on next for AJ Styles? <laughs> yeah. Oh, facing gender? That's what's next for AJ Styles? Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. that sounds like a TV guide uh, ad. You know what I mean? When you're looking, when you're about to do <laughs> right. something. That's, that's what it's looking at the direct TV lineup. Like, I remember, like... When I was working with Kurt, I remember saying like, like something along the lines of it. Didn't even talk about our storyline. It just said, you know, Tonight Show uh, starring Matt Morgan and like like three other people, and yeah. it didn't say anything about a storyline, which it normally would. Yeah, yeah. weird. I don't know. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see that. It's a broad stroke blanket thing. What yeah. was interesting? Um, I got the WWE Fan Council survey today about asking about Survivor Series and the memorable moment they showed the results. And uh, AJ versus Brock was the top voted, like memorable moment. Of Survivor Series moment or match? Uh, not match. They were talking about AJ, the offense he unloaded on on Brock. Good. They said that was the Good. highlight of yeah, Survivor Series. I mean, what else would you pick? Triple H, you know, definitely not that the, crap. The whole thing. It was it was slim pickets. I fill out those surveys, and I like I literally had forgotten last night as I was there doing. I'm trying to be like. What, what else even happened? I mean, there was a lot of good stuff. The ring performance was great, but for in terms of major moments. Right. I mean, this morning, like usually after a, a WrestleMania <clears throat> Royal Rumble, there's a big surge in the morning uh, that we see, like a big, yeah. you know, where I'm having to like constantly be monitoring the servers and make sure everything's okay. And today it was, it was better than a B-show, but not anywhere near the, like Rumble or, uh, of course not WrestleMania, but not near SummerSlam or the Rumble, so... Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of like at when once it was done, I was like, eh. I'd be willing to bet Rumble's a second highest simply because who's yep. going to be in the Rumble is a big deal, right? A big conversation, yep. right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, basically, uh, November and December. Uh, it's funny because uh, advertising wise, they're the biggest months because of Christmas and, Christmas and all that. But you know, uh, interest wise, they're the slowest with football season. You know, picking up and and then WWE doesn't really do too much right now. And then they really pick up in January. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We shall see tomorrow night. We'll be back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern, to talk about SmackDown Live, the fallout from Survivor Series, and whatever happens between AJ, Jinder, and who knows what else. We shall see. All right. <laughs> Matt, what do you want to plug before we take it home here? Uh, nothing. I'm good. That's good. You Pay your to... taxes in Longwood, yeah, right? Seriously. <laughs> Pick up Thank your you. trash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. And Raj, people stay tuned to the site. I'm sure there will be more stories coming out. The backstage. Yeah, no, I have uh, this stuff from my interview with Jack Swagger, who talked a lot about uh, WWE revenues and how, how much his pay was affected when he lost his push and when he gets it back and, and, and then the, the pay-per-view pay and network pay. So people have been asking about that. He talks about it. So check it out. It's up there today. Um, yeah. And then he talks about his Bellator debut. And we got more from my interview with Jack Swagger coming up. Got an interview with Gangrel, uh, Terry Funk. So some cool stuff. And Tommy Dreamer's coming up soon. So, yeah. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll let him know. <laughs> cool, guys. Uh, well, We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Until next time, folks, uh, I'm Glenn Rubenstein. Try not to drop your pizza on the way out of Domino's, but if you do, hey, there's insurance for that. And we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.